With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Recorded live. And good evening, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Gridiron Talk, coming at you live from NGSC Sports. Check us out on our website at ngscsports.com. Check us out on our Facebook page, Twitter handle. I'm your co-host, Simon. I'm my co-host, CJ, on the line. Say hello. Good evening. On this July 16th, already halfway through the month of July now. Uh, so coming upon training camp soon. A couple more weeks, teams will report to training camp, and then finally we'll have some stuff to talk about. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. And this is like pulling teeth these days, man. Yeah, the NFL offseason is just so on. long. It really is. It's just so long. It is. I mean, it seems like as soon as the closer we get to training camp and preseason, it's like the longer that it takes, you know. Yeah, because you look at other sports, I mean, yeah, offseason seems so quick. Even, like, baseball seems so quick and basketball and hockey, but football is just so long. It's just like an eternity. It feels like it feels like the season ended so long ago, you know? Yeah. And, we're still two weeks away. I know, I know most teams report the 30th or 31st or whatever. Two teams report yeah. early. Was it your Minnesota Vikings, right? They're playing the Hall of Fame game this year, aren't they? Yeah. Yep, they're playing the Hall of Fame. They technically got five games. Who you guys playing in the Hall of Fame game? Uh, God, I want to say the Steelers. Is it Steelers? I think it's the Steelers. Yeah, the Hall of Fame game. That's... Yeah, preseason, always the first preseason game is just so, like, meaningless. You know, the starters play, like, a series or two, and then... Well, yeah, the Hall of Fame game is oh, completely meaningless. I mean... Yeah, Bridgewater will probably played the first series, and that's it. Yeah. I mean, it's tough to watch, you know? Tough to watch How about game. this news I read last night? Brett Favre came out and told CBS, I believe it was... Was it maybe someone like Pete Prisco, someone on CBS that he in '08 he would have played for the Chicago Bears if he was granted his release? Vikings or Bears? Imagine if he would have came back to Lambeau with a Bears uniform on. Oh my! I mean, it was bad enough for the Vikings, but Packer fans hate the Bears more than anybody. And right. if he would have came back to Green Bay with a Bears uniform. There's no way they'd be honoring him this this year. <laughs> Retiring his jersey. That'd be yeah, I mean, well. I don't know. I mean, I think pretty much once he knew he was going to get out of there or, you know, pretty much getting thrown out, this is really what happens because he's getting old and Aaron Rodgers. But, I mean, obviously there's some hostility, you know. There's always hostility. I mean, he obviously wanted to keep playing. And what, you know, is he a what better way to get back at your old team than to play for the two teams that complete rivalry, you know. He wanted to get back at the Packers. He really did. I mean, he was mad at Ted Thompson and that whole Packers organization. He wanted to get back at them. And then, as we know, the whole saga, he was traded to the Jets. And then when he yep. finally granted his release where he could go anywhere, he went to your Vikings and was one series away from taking them to the Super Bowl. I mean, they went to overtime that game against the Saints. And yeah, it's so funny that he actually had that that clause you know, in terms of where he could go when they let him go. I think it's would so have the Bears that... organization. He, um, would, if he would have went to the Bears in 08, probably would have been no Jay Cutler in 09. Um, and who knows what would have happened with the Bears because in, in 08, they were, they were two two years away, two years from uh, last Super Bowl appearance. They yeah. still had a great defense in place. If they would have added Favre, they had Matt Forte was his rookie year. He had a big rookie year in 08. Who knows what would have happened? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know if he might have still been coach right now with the Bears. 
I bet he would have. Yeah. I mean, considering what he did with, with, with my Vikings in, in that one year, I mean, that was just phenomenal. I mean, he had one of his best years of his career that year. You know, oh, that was a rem- yeah, that was a magical year for you guys. I mean, he 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 looked like amazing. the far of like the mid nineties that year. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it was it's amazing. And then just because you pair him with with the defense, I mean, with with that stout defense that you, your Bears had back then. You know, I mean, instead of handing the reins to what Grossman, uh, who else did you have? Kyle Orton. Kyle Orton. Yeah. Yeah, you guys did a lot happen. of things. You know, they've done a lot of things. Yeah, uh, yeah, it is what it is. I mean, you always want, I don't understand what the point of it saying it now. I mean, it's been. Yeah, I know. I was, we were talking about seven years ago. That was kind of like a tease of what he said. It's almost like, you know, I could yeah, have you guys. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, well, how would you, what would you have thought if he played for the Bears? Oh, I would have. I've always, I hated Favre. Because of what he he had so much uh, success against my Bears with, with the Packers and that one year with the Vikings he beat us. Um, but we did beat you guys. We kept one thing I, I laugh about that '09 season for you guys. We beat you guys. I want to say the second to the last game of the season. We beat you guys at Soldier Field. It was a Monday Night Football game. You guys were heavily favored, and with, with you guys not winning that game, it, it gave the Saints home field advantage in the NFC. So. Us beating you guys that Monday night when we had nothing to play for, we went what seven and nine that year. Um, who knows? I mean, <laughs> I mean, you guys—if you guys would have got home field, who knows what the outcome would have been if that if that NFC title game was in the um, Metrodome as opposed to the, uh, you know, <laughs> Louisiana Superdome. Yeah, yeah, it could have made a difference. It still shouldn't have played out like it did. It was just ridiculous. I don't even know how how that still but that game still boggles my mind, like how we lost <laughs> that game. I mean, it's just yeah. Crazy. But as for Favre, I mean, as much as I hated him, if he would have wore the blue and orange, uh, yeah, I would have. I mean, it would have been all forgiven. I mean, the uniform changes things. <laughs> I mean, it really yeah. does. Yeah, you would have embraced it. You would have completely embraced it because you didn't have to have Rex Grossman throwing the ball anymore. I mean, and that, happens, that happens all the times in, in big rivalries. Look at when Roger Clemens went to the Yankees. Red, Yankee fans hated Clemens when right. he was with the Red Sox. And then he went to the Yankees, and they loved him. So, I mean, it, it happens at every team, no matter what. I mean, it's yeah, forgiven. When, yeah, when, you start, when your team starts winning, you know. I hated um, Dennis Rodman when he played for the Pistons back in the week during the whole, remember the bad boys, the Pistons, yep. the late yeah, 80s? Yeah. I hated Rodman. He was such a punk. Um, he always started, and you know, the whole Pistons-Bulls rivalry during that time was huge. Right. That, that During that time. And then when he went to Chicago in the mid to late 90s, I mean, I hated Rodman, but then he went into the Bulls, and it was like, and he forgives. I mean, it happens, you know? Yeah, he was, yeah, but he, he had such a perennial part in the game. You know? Oh, Rodman was he wasn't, a, he wasn't a scorer in the machine. He just Good. He's just a good defensive guy that she had. Hey, Michael Jordan came out, I want to say maybe four years ago or so, and said Rodman was one of his best teammates of all time. So that's coming from MJ. That's um, He's played with a lot of players. That says a lot. He said Rodman had a lot of heart. I could see that, though. Yeah, he. Well, yeah. I mean, look at the guy. The guy used to go diving for loose balls, put his body on the line. I mean, yeah. yeah. He was, uh, he, and he got on the team skins. Yeah, I remember, the grinder. I remember when they when they played Utah two years in a row in the finals. Remember that? And yeah. Rodman used to get on the Malone's skin so much. I mean, I remember Malone getting a technical in those finals because of Rodman. Rodman just, you know, and he never got caught. It was always the second guy that got caught, you know? Right, right. Yeah. <laughs> no, Rod, so, Rodman's a grinder, you know? Just hey, Hall of Famer, too. The goon. I mean, weird. He made a Hall of Famer. Yeah, so Weird, but that happens though. I mean, players going to different teams. It, I mean, hated players when they go to their rival. It, it doesn't matter. I mean, as long as they're on your side, it's all forgiven. Yeah, it doesn't happen as much though in the NFL. It seems like yeah, there's just not enough. 
not enough players, not enough teams for that to happen too often, you know. Yeah, I remember. I remember Jim McMahon, Jim McMahon was on the Packers, but it was the year they beat the Patriots. So it was like the mid '90s, and and at that point, McMahon was like the third string quarterback. But you know, seeing him in a Packer uniform was weird. Actually, I remember when Jim McMahon went to the Vikings. He played. He had a good year for you guys back in the uh, yeah. early '90s. That one year when he took you guys to the playoffs, that was weird seeing. You know, because he was such, with the Bears for so long, and then yeah. he's with you guys, and he takes you guys to the playoffs. So that was another time I can think of a player of mine going to a rival. Yeah, it just, it just doesn't seem like it happens too often. You know, could you imagine like, Tom Brady going to like, like the, the Jets. New York Giants or something? Yeah. You know, Jets or the you know, like, yeah, or, or it'd be like, or AP going to like Green Bay or something or Chicago, Detroit, you know, it'd be, oh man. It'd be different. It happened this year with Julius Peppers going to, uh, with Green Bay. That was weird, you know. I, I went from loving the guy to hating him. Yeah, yeah, I guess. Same with uh, Jared Allen, you know, going to your Bears. Yep. Oh yeah. So, but, so uh, one guy I don't know if I could like him though is Clay Matthews. I hate that guy so much. I don't care if he wore the Bears uniform. I don't know. No, I'd probably like him because <laughs> he's a sack machine. He's a beast. Clay Matthews. Yeah, I just hate him though. He talks so much crap. Oh. He's, he's a punk, but he's he's a hell of a football player. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. We'll see what happens. Did you catch the ESPYs at all? Huh? Did you watch any of the ESPYs at all? Bits and pieces. I mean, I I knew what happened. I I saw what Ronda Rousey said about uh, Mayweather. That was wow. What a what a low blow that was. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I saw. Rodgers, Aaron Rodgers got top football player. Deservingly. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. A lot of football players won awards. Gronkowski got comeback player, which deserving. I mean, he did. Coming off major injuries, he had a big year last year for the Patriots. Yep, huge year. Peyton Manning. Yep. Got an award. Um, Who got team of the year? Was it the Warriors got team of the year? Team of the year, wasn't it the woman? I thought it was a woman. Oh, okay. US it was, team. okay. Yeah. Yeah. I think, yeah, I'm pretty sure they got the team of the year. There was one SP I disagreed with, though, with, um, was woman athlete of the year. I think it was Ronda Rousey that won, and I'm a huge Ronda Rousey fan, but I, I honestly thought Serena Williams should have got that because she's won the first three majors in tennis. I mean, I just thought she should have got woman athlete of the year. That's the only thing, you know. Uh, yeah. I mean, I could I could see it both ways. I think I think it's just a you know a lot of fan base. You know, Rousey, MMA fighter, woman fighter. You know what I mean? Like, I mean, hands down, Serena dominates the sport. I mean, mm-hmm. hands down. I mean, but but at the same time, so does Rousey. I mean, yeah, they're, they're both. They're, they're both the best in the game. I mean, Serena's just just off the charts. I mean, she's I don't even know how many damn titles she's won. You know, I mean, it's ridiculous. I mean, between her and her sister, I think they probably have the most titles combined compared to like the whole history of tennis. I think like, Serena is three away from winning the most majors for any woman. I think it's three. I was reading. I mean, it's absurd. She's getting better with age. <laughs> she's thirty yeah. what, thirty four and she's still winning major after major. Well, she's so powerful. You know what yeah. I mean? I mean, when you look at her physique compared to like you know, just recently the the one when she played uh Sharapova. Mm-hmm. I mean I mean Sharapova's a stick. And then you got Serena who's just she, she's built like a truck. Yeah, you know? yeah, she's got powerful four arm. I mean, hand and just she's so she's just overly powerful that I don't I, I, it's almost impossible you know and then even even her sister Venus I mean she can barely take on Serena and, and Venus is a handful herself you know not as strong but I don't know but I like watching Rousey fight though 
Yeah, she she is. A, I mean, she's she got a big fight coming up August first, but she's never going to the second round. That's amazing. All her fights yeah. have been won in the first round. Oh man, I mean her 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 judo skills is just ridiculous. And it's it's like complete textbook when you when you see her takedown. Yeah, like it's it's like literally like what you would read in a book, like picture by picture of of seeing it someone take down. Like it's I'm curious to see though. Point. How she does his next fight? Because in the, the fight she has August first against like that what the one Beth Carrera or whatever her name is from uh, Brazil, she's undefeated too, and she's tough. That's gonna be a, that's gonna be a good challenge for Ronda, but I still think Ronda will prevail. But I don't think it's gonna be as easy as other the other fight she's had. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, there hasn't really been anyone to to stand up with her. You know, she's just she's too good. She she's a monster. Actually. I think you get Cyborg. That would be Cyborg would be the that would be the the one if they could get that fight arranged. You know. Yeah. Did you see Did you see the last fight? Did you see the McGregor fight? Oh yeah, I watched that Sunday night. Yep. Yeah. Uh, he looked like he was going to lose, boy, for in the beginning of that match, and then boom, takes one punch. He, he, I think he would have lost if he did. Yeah, he was getting dominated by Mendes. I think he would have lost if he didn't if he didn't knock him out there. The that's, fight before what, was awesome. That's what I was looking for. Yeah, it was a really good card. That that Laura fight against um oh, who the heck did he fight McDonald? That was a fight, huh? That was brutal. Yeah, it was probably one of the the bloodiest cards that I've ever that oh I've seen my God. in like a long time. Did you see the ring at the end of that at the end of that UFC? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Just, blood. yeah, it was. It was just red. Yeah, it was literally one of the bloodiest fights that, that I've seen in a long time. I mean, the the Weidman fight, that card was pretty good, too. Yep, yep. But, uh... Yeah, it was, uh, it was a good card. But, yeah. So, um, McGregor now takes on uh, Faber next. That's the next... That's the next opponent. That should be a good fight. Who's fighting? Faber? Uh, McGregor's fighting Faber next. Oh, God, I can't California stand Faber. I can't you stand Faber. No. I mean, I, he had such, like, he was so hyped when he first came in. Oh, yeah. Remember that? I mean, he was just, you know, everybody was on the Faber train, and then and then he just got his butt whooped, like, three fights in a row, and then it was, and it was like, it's been a comeback story ever since. He won't beat McGregor. But, no way. No, I can't stand Faber. I don't know. Just looking at him makes me want to hit him. He's got the the hole in the chin, <laughs> the, the ass no, chin. <laughs> I can't stand him, especially when he does his hair in like the those dreads. Yeah. Oh man, like that's the most. You you, you should just get knocked out for having that. I can't see him beating McGregor. Do. I think McGregor will kill him. I really do. Yeah, I, I'm pretty sure you will. I can't see favor. Favors. Hey, McGregor talks a lot of crap, but he backs it up. He was talking mad crap. But he backs he it up, kind of like Richard Sherman. <laughs> they talk crap, but they back it up usually. I mean, he backed it up, but it was a, it was a lot closer than than what he thought. Oh yeah, he I thought he was going to happen. You know what I mean? I mean, he took yeah, a lot of shots. Mendes kept getting him on the ground, and that was the that's. But then, like like we say, one punch it just takes one punch to turn the tide, and that's what happened in that fight. Yeah. Anyway, uh, let's get back to the NFL here. Uh, I guess the big news this week was was the whole. Uh, all, all all the new signings for Doug Bryant. The holdout, Demarius Thomas is the holdout, uh, Justin Houston, Gaskowski just got the highest paid kicker in the NFL in history. Uh, what do you what do you think about these about these contract signings? I mean, pretty much given. I thought they were I thought they were a little low though. I thought they were going to give yeah. a little bit more money. Except for the Justin Houston one, that was he got paid, huh? Whew. Yeah. Yeah, six year, hundred million. How much is that guaranteed? guaranteed? Oh, it's for a guaranteed. 
Wow, that was yeah. I thought uh the I thought Demarius Thomas, I thought his was a little low. I thought Des Bryant was gonna get more, but but the uh, I thought they were contract. I thought they were gonna be both around like the ninety million. Yeah. I thought they'd be getting closer to like ninety. It's five year for seventy. I mean they're at about fourteen million a year. Considering Calvin Johnson's at like sixteen and a half. I mean I don't know. I mean at the time Calvin Johnson said, I mean, hands down, he was head and shoulders above everyone else. Uh, he was a little injury prone last year, though. Yeah, but I mean, at the time that when he signed that mega contract, I mean, he was head and shoulders above any other wide receiver in the league. During right. That, I mean, that was, you know, I mean, he just, he, that was just ridiculous. I mean, he triple teamed constantly, triple teamed at the goal line. Remember that? I, I, always, I always remember that play when they had yep. three guys on him right in the end zone. And he still out jumped him. I mean, it's just ridiculous. Yeah, he's a hell of an athlete. Um, but, yeah, I, I just thought the five-year – I mean, they both got five-year $70 million. Uh Just a little bit different tweaks in terms of how they're getting paid. Um, Death Bryant's getting a little bit more guaranteed pretty much. Um but I mean, pretty similar in terms of what they have. But the Marys Thomas has no has an offset clause. Best Bryant doesn't. I think that was a huge difference. I don't know if you saw that. But um, I mean, good for these good for these teams just to sign up. You know, pretty much, right? You know, we knew that was going to happen. Yeah, Des Bryant was starting to sit out the season, so that was how to get that deal done. Oh, what'd you think about his ranting? Like, ranting, it's like threatening to hold out. Yeah, know. and he threatened to sit out the whole season. I was like, wow, he means business. Uh, yeah, I think I thought that was a little I, dramatic. Jerry Jones knew he mean business because they flew out to New York to see him. <laughs> I mean, I, don't get me wrong. I understand this, but I understand players want to get paid. Okay, there's the whole entry concern. You know, if you play under under a franchise tag, you're pretty much pretty much screwed for the following season, effectively. Um, but it's a little overboard in terms of what he was saying on Twitter, being on the media. I mean, I, I was a little annoyed by it. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, it was. I don't think there's ways of going about things. I don't think that's the way taking the social media. A lot of these guys are doing that nowadays. And that's the thing I hate about social media. I mean, players using it as a way of like a, almost like a way to express themselves to kind of make the team look bad, you know? And I don't know. I just thought there was a better way of doing that. But he, he got his contract. He definitely woke up Jerry Jones, like I said, because they flew out to New York. They were up till 3, 4 in the morning, I read, trying to get a contract done. So, I think once he threatened to set up the season, Jerry knew he had to get this deal done for, you know, the franchise tag was uh, was expired. Well, now that Des Bryant is signed, I mean, you know, he was all glorious and, and ranting on Twitter about, oh, now it's time to to get to work, you know. Do the Cowboys have a legit chance of getting to the Super Bowl or winning the Super Bowl, I should say? They got a chance, but they're still in that pecking order. They're still three, at least three. Uh, yeah, I would put them three because I'd put them above Philly. I, I still think there's steps behind. They're a couple yards behind Green Bay and, and Seattle. There's no doubt about it. They're third. If they win the AFC right now, I would say they're a Super Bowl team right off the bat. I think if they were playing in the AFC, I think they'd be the best team in a conference. Even I put them over, even above Indy and New England. But when you're in a conference with two juggernauts in, in Green Bay and Seattle, and especially what Seattle adding Jimmy Graham and, and Green Bay now, the way Rodgers is playing, and they kept all their offensive stars with Cobb and Jordy Nelson – uh, they're definitely three. I mean, as tough as they played Green Bay last year in that playoff game, and they could have won that game, I, I still think going into the season, 
there. It's going to be tough. It's going to be tough. But you never know in the NFL season with injuries, and we don't know if Jimmy Graham, how he's going to do. I mean, playing in a new offense, maybe he's not going to put up the same numbers he did in New Orleans. We don't know that. But on paper, I think they're, I would rank them third in the NFC. That's not going to change my opinion no matter what, unless there's a major injury and before the season starts with one of those top teams. But they're, they're third. I don't know how you feel about that. Mm, I mean, they beat the Seahawks last year, right? Yeah, they did. On, you know, but that was mm-hmm. before Seattle got – that's before Seattle took off because as we remember, Seattle at the end of the year was just – playing their best football. I mean, they won how many in a row in the end, and then the playoffs, and they peaked. Well, I mean, mean Seattle one time was, was a, what, four and three? It's a, a huge game. I mean, that, well, it wasn't just one-sided. You know what I mean? It was, it was back and forth, and, and Dallas came out on top. But, um, I mean, Dallas found a way to win the game. I mean, they, they, beat, the, they beat that defense. And so on the I road, think, I, I think the blueprint is there. You know what I mean? I mean, obviously, the other teams couldn't. Obviously, the other teams just weren't good enough to, to beat the team. But well, you know what's scary though with Dallas? If you get by one of those juggernauts, you're probably going to have to get by the boat. <laughs> so it's going to be hard. You're gonna, you're yeah, gonna I agree. Say, I mean, I agree. you know what I'm saying? If you get through one, you're probably going to have to get yeah. through the other one in the NFC title game. So back to back weeks, weeks of going on the road against those oh, two teams in hostile environments, it's going to be tough if it happens that way. Yeah, I agree. Um, but I think it's, I don't know, I think, I'm going to put them at three as well, but um, I don't know, I don't think, I don't think that, 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 that gap is as big. And you never know what's going to happen this season. We don't know. What if Rodgers gets knocked out of What if he gets hurt for the season? I mean, that's going to hurt Green Bay, so you, you don't know what's going to, you know, NFL's so rough, injuries, I mean, it, a lot could happen. What if Jimmy Graham gets hurt or, or Russell Wilson? I mean, it's going to change a lot of things. Or Richard Sherman, I mean, it's going to, you never know. But on paper, Dallas, this is Dallas, I mean, Tony Romo's getting older, you know. Eventually they're going to have to get a new quarterback. The time is now for Dallas, you know. Yeah, I agree. The window is closing on Dallas. For sure. Yeah. Yeah, next couple of years, next few years. I they do well, I mean, Jason Witten's getting old. Yep. You know, I mean, I don't know how many years he's got left. I mean, him and Tony Romo, seems like, you know, it's been like a decade since they've been playing together. Yeah, Romo's um, 35. I mean, that's, you know what, maybe, would you say three more good years? You know, that's, uh, if he doesn't get hit. <laughs> yeah. I feel like if he just takes one big hit because of so many of all the injuries that he's had previously, especially with his back, you know, all the, all the surgeries and everything like that, I mean, I, I feel like it's one one big hit that that's going to do it. I mean, if, if Romo has to sit, let's say he gets injured, and he has to sit anywhere from, you know, three to four, you know, two, three games, four games, that's it. I don't see them even not even winning the division. They have to because I don't even I don't even know who the backup is. Who? I mean, who is the backup for the Cowboys? Oh, it's um. Oh, I think it's uh. Isn't Whedon? They used to play for the Browns. Is it Whedon? Yeah, I think I, I don't hold me. Don't they have eighty-five percent? Like Sean Hill, maybe. Maybe. I I don't, I don't know. Why. I know Whedon. I think Whedon went to Dallas. I'm pretty sure they got him, the ex-Browns quarterback, who's more of a backup, as we know. <laughs> right, right. But yeah, I, there's there's no way if he gets hurt that this team's going anywhere. I mean, Romo's a tough guy. I mean, he's played through a lot of injuries, but luckily yeah. he's playing behind the best offensive line in the NFL, though. I agree. Best thing that they got going for him, but yeah, I, I'm, the window's closing, and the same thing with Demarius Thomas and the Broncos. Their window's closing. Yep. You know, I mean, I mean, this is what happens when you sign. You know, you, you get a big contract for the whiteout, but then the 
than what happens when your quarterback goes down or yep. old. You know, and we've, I mean, we've they're seen. not going to be. I don't know if they're going to stay premier players with with the less. With, with yeah, and you see what happens with the great wide receivers if they don't have a quarterback. I mean, look at Larry Fitzgerald since uh, since Kurt Warner retired. He he has no one to get get him the ball. Yeah, I mean I agree. You know, I mean he he was doing all right with Carson Palmer, but I mean as as you start to age, you slow down a little bit. And and Larry Fitzgerald yeah. was never a burner. You know what I mean? No, never a burner. I mean he could always get up and grab the ball, but uh, I don't know. It's tough. Yeah, it gets harder. The older you get. Yeah, so you always wonder what happens when once once they give a monster contract to especially a such a quarterback dependent position in terms yep. of the whiteout, right? Like oh, without yeah. a quarterback, I mean that that's Brian Demarius Thomas. I mean I'm not gonna say anything bad against like Demarius Thomas had to play with T Bowl and he still played lights out. You know, What's wrong with Tebow? <laughs> I mean, I mean, he he had a he had a breakout season under Tebow at the helm, or second half of the season breakout second half. Of the season. I can't believe Tebow's playing this year. I never thought he'd get another chance. I can't believe he. I never thought the team would take a chance on him. Man, he's gonna. I I don't know. He could he could work into Chip Kelly's system. I think it's possible. I think it's definitely possible to work in the Chip Kelly system. I mean, why wouldn't it? He's got an arm, right? He can throw the ball. I mean, he's not the most accurate, but at least he can throw the ball. Not like Sanchez is the most accurate quarterback either, <laughs> right? Oh, no way. You know, and we got, what, Matt Barkley there too? I mean, <laughs> you know, Sam Bradford can't stay healthy. So... There's, there's there's a good chance that he could get on the field. I'm not gonna lie. Who knows what happens with Tebow? But I wouldn't be shocked though, would you? No. What's playing? There's a reason why uh, Chip Kelly signed him. He must be something. Yeah, Chip Kelly is kind of like the new age Jim Johnson. Yeah. Uh, see that? Jimmy Johnson was telling him to, to make sure you have a person that you can trust and depend on. Especially when you're going... Do you think... Are you a fan of his? Um, I'm not like a huge fan, personally. It's not like I have anything against Chip Kelly, though. I mean, he's done good things so far for Philadelphia. Let's get yeah. that. I mean, right? I mean... Yeah, they've done. I think they've done pretty good. I mean, they, they've done good, but they're expecting better, considering he's become just pretty much a Nazi about it. You know, it's his way or the highway, right? I mean, yeah, after this off season, he definitely. Right? I mean, he's, he's putting everything that he wants in place. Um. You know, slowly taking out the pieces, starting with like Deshaun Jackson back then. You know, getting rid of all the, you know, getting rid of Lashawn McCoy and Jeremy Macklin. I mean, those are premier players. Yeah, those he were made the some enemies. Of, those were the studs of the team. I don't even understand it. Yeah, he's made some um, enemies. I think we'll see how how it plays out, though. I think it'll be. I'm, I'm going to say he she better have a good year if he wants to if he wants his fan base to keep supporting him. He better hope Brad, he better hope Bradford stays healthy. You know, if, I mean, he better have a good year because you make those kind of moves. I mean, you're pretty much going off the reservation in terms of of what normal standards are, I guess, in in, in football litigation. Right, I mean, you don't just get rid of your your best players constantly, right? Year in, year out. But yeah, 
and we know how those Philly fans are. <laughs> yeah. You know, I've never been to Philly, Philly, though. I need to go visit that city. Don't turn I've never been to Philly. I'd like to go visit yeah, that city. I've been there. Um, I made it a point when I went to Philly to run the steps. Like in Rocky, up the museum. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's, everybody does that, though. That's one thing you would go to Philly after. Did you did you ever read like the how how the story of Rocky was made? How Sylvester Stallone was it after it was after a boxer? Yeah, I mean was it was based. He, he wrote it based on Muhammad Ali, right? Oh, okay. So he used him as a reference, pretty much as similar story plot, but. It's amazing because I read I read uh, like this bio thing about him and and Rocky or Sylvester Stallone like he was just down and out he he wrote a script and and he was just getting completely denied because he wanted to star in the movie right mm-hmm. that was his his you know only only condition about selling the script and all that I mean he was at a point where he was homeless you know wow. he had to. He had a dog, and he had to sell his dog to someone to uh, to make ends meet for himself. You know, I mean, he was just surviving on the streets when he, you know, trying when he wrote the script. Then, you know, once when someone bought into the script and actually used him, you know, saying, "Okay, fine, you can start." I mean, he made like barely any money compared to compared to how big of a hit that movie became. That was a low-budget movie. I mean, I don't think it cost yeah. much money to film that movie. Oh. No, 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 no. But he turned down a lot more money because he wanted to start in the movie. You know what I mean? That wow. was like his whole focus was to be the main actor. So he turned down because he had offers for the actual script. But anyways, obviously, some some company bought into it an extremely like just low paying that he got for for how well the movie did. Anyways, after that movie, he like found the owner again. He like waited because he was at a liquor store apparently, and he was homeless, and he sold it to the guy that was just walking into the liquor store. Went back to that liquor store, literally went stayed there from like open to close for like three straight days, hoping for that owner to come back. And he bought the dog back. Wow. Yeah. He paid $15,000 to get that damn dog back. Oh, my God. Yeah. Never heard yeah, that story before. That's a trip, right? And what's weird is he's still making Rocky movies. I mean, he's making a movie. I don't know if you saw the movie trailer, but in November, there's a movie Creed coming out where he trains Apollo Creed's son. Oh, really? Well, yeah. I <laughs> Bad. It comes out like sometime around Thanksgiving, and um, Apollo Creed's son becomes a boxer, and Rocky trains him and stuff. So, and it's gonna be called the movie's called Creed. It's not called Rocky, but he's still playing right, right. cat, you know. And uh, they're still making money. <laughs> I mean, talk about a success story. I mean, you know, just just life in general, but it's completely off subject. But that's Those pretty great. Pretty you, rad, right? July Fourth. I watched. They had the. Um, the marathon on all the Rocky movies before I went to my cookout. Uh, yeah, July 4th, they had them all on, and I, I still love Rocky Four, where he took on Ivan Drago. That's, it's a that's classic. Fun oh, the music, the yeah. training. I mean, during that time when we were at cold, the Cold War with Russia, you know, so yeah, yeah. I mean, it's just, that movie, I mean, it, if that movie don't inspire you, I mean, the ending, and oh, what a movie that is. Yeah. Yeah, Rocky Four was, was pretty bad. Pretty sick. Good movie. What shape he got in that movie. So that's the one. Oh, you know, I read a story. Man. He got down to three percent body fat. He had to be hospitalized because it was too. He was so. He had no fat on him. If you look at Rocky right. Four, I mean, he he's in sick shape. He's like I want yeah. to say he's a buck ninety five. Just just and he got down to three percent body fat. You can find that story online. He had to go. To, he had to be hospitalized. That's how much oh, yeah. body. Because the body can't take three percent, you know. <laughs> yeah, anything anything below six is when you start to get sick. Yeah, I mean, you remember like usually in that movie. It's abs. Oh. Yeah, I mean, he was just cut. He he was 
so ridiculously cut. He in that movie. Oh man, he is—I mean, seriously—he looked like he was just sculpted out of out of a, you know, from like an artist. Yeah, that's how that's how chiseled he was. I mean, it was ridiculous. But yeah, I mean, he was. And the guy is guy's like so short too. Like you, you never you never think about on, on the movies. Like he's so small in real life. Oh, he's like five eight. I heard five seven, five eight. Yeah, he's yeah. Real I mean, short. He, he's a little guy. Because when you see him standing next to um, Dolph Lundgren, <laughs> yeah, Dolph Lundgren. I mean, and Dolph Lundgren is just you know he's he's a Russian beast, right? Like he's just four huge. I mean, it's just it's so funny. Seriously, the David Goliath. And you know what's funny? He looks so tiny next to Dolph Lundgren, and I read that on his boxing boots in that movie, he had a lift. So, <laughs> and he still looks tiny. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Dolph Lundgren, oh, yeah. yeah. So this is the one is a short guy, but boy, he's if you've seen him lately, even in the Expendables, he's still built. I mean, he's gotten bigger, you know. Um, back in the Rocky and Rambo movies, he was so cut up. Even the Rambo movies, he was so cut up. I mean, he was just crazy the shape he gets in for movies. But now, even in the Expendables, he's bigger. But I always love Sylvester Stallone. Him and Schwarzenegger. I don't care if they put out a cooking show, I'd go see it. <laughs> I mean, those are two yeah, actors that I just love. And Stallone is like, it's like. 60s in the 60s. Yeah, late though? 60s. Yeah, I think I think yeah. he's had a birthday. I think he's like 68 or 69. I mean, he's old, but he's just still in phenomenal shape. That's amazing. Yeah, it becomes a way of life for these guys. I mean, that always lift. I mean, look at look at Schwarzenegger still in pretty good shape, and then uh, I mean, look at some of these guys, Stallone, and yeah, I mean, even Dolph Lundgren. You've seen him lately. He's in his like late 40s. He looks good. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. We'll see what happens. Yeah, those were good, though, Rocky movies, though. Uh, I'll tell you, even Mr. T, boy, he got in some tremendous shape. Mr. T was scary in Rocky Three. He got ripped out. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Classic movies, though, I'll tell you. Those were the days. They don't make movies like that anymore. <laughs> That's for sure. Nothing's like that anymore. You know, one of the most underrated football movies of all time, though, is... You ever seen the movie The Program? Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's a classic. That's a, that's a cult classic for people. Have, yeah. If you if any of our listeners have never seen The Program, I mean... Wait, I don't know how you... Ha- I don't even know how you... If you I don't know how you haven't seen The Program. Steve I guess it's, it's, it's our generation, though. That movie was our generation, you know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah all these young cats and these little young whippersnappers running around, I mean, they don't know anything. You know? That movie, though, is yeah. Remember Steve Latimer? <laughs> oh. Yeah, I mean, it's crazy. It's crazy how, how old we are, technically. Because for, for you listeners, CJ and I are pretty close in age. We're only about a year apart here. Um, but, yeah, our, our generation is a little bit different, man. I mean, these young guys, I mean... They don't understand anything about what it was to grow up in in the 90s, you know, 90s, 2000s, the late 80s. I mean, a lot of good sports movies came out back then. Yeah. Yeah, the program was was, was, was a good movie because you touched it. It was a kind of like, a, like you knew the things that were happening, but you got to actually almost get a glimpse of it, of what what was actually going on. You know what I mean? Like, you, you always heard about the stories, just like it happened in the movie, but you actually got to see it, kind of, the thing, like how it actually went on. Because they made it seem like it's, well, I don't know how on point it is, but I can't imagine it being too far far away from, from what it was like in real life back then. Yeah, great movie. James Conn, though. Usually playing the yeah. serious roles, like the Godfather played the. Remember, he played the head football coach, Coach Winters, in that yeah. movie, and yeah, he played. He was good in that. He he was good as the head coach. Yeah, I. Yeah, it's a good movie. Oh, that brought back memories for a second. Okay. Yeah, I guess I own that movie. It came out. That movie came out 22 years ago. I I saw that movie at the movie theater when I was 13. I never forget it. I went to the mall to see that with my friend, and I can't believe that movie came out 22 years ago, 93. That's unbelievable. Yeah, yeah, a long time ago. 
bad 22 years ago. That was a long time ago. Remember, remember the ending when Owen Latimer paints his face like a skeleton? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was crazy. Yeah. And when he breaks his knee, it's just like... Oh, that was Alvin Mack. Yeah, oh, the way his knee... Oh, Oh, a lot of movie, I mean, they kind of embellished a little bit, but it does, what they were saying is, you're right, what was happening behind closed doors. And, and if you can recall, that same year, college basketball came out with a with a, with a movie that, that focused on college basketball with Blue Chips. Remember with Shaq? Yeah, yeah. Penny Hardaway? Yeah. It was the same type of thing, a college sports movie where what happened was, you know. Yeah, that was strictly based on the whole Michigan's Fab Five. Yep. You know. Yeah, you're right. That's, yep. Right. I mean, that's you know all the the Juwan Howard. I mean, Chris, Chris Webber. Yep. I mean, Rose. Yep. I mean, Jimmy King. Yep. That was yeah. That was pretty much what happened. Just behind. That was a good movie. Blue Chips. I, I watched it not too long ago. It was on TV, and um, you know Penny Hardaway, Shaq, Nick Nolte was the head coach. That was a that was a decent movie. Yeah, it's all right. You know, I wasn't, you know, all into it. I don't know. It was all right. But Shaq was so young. <laughs> yeah, Shaq was, a, yeah. Yeah, that was like in his prime, pretty much. That was the Shaq Diesel days. <laughs> yeah. I mean, what a dominant, I mean, he was a dominant player, no, no doubt. Oh, man, he, changed, he revolutionized basketball. No one's seen a guy that big, that strong, that fast. Uh, he yeah. definitely changed the sport. I mean, kind of like what you've seen with a lot of, like when these quarterbacks, like when Michael Vick came, he, he just it changed the quarterback position at the time, you know, to the fast quarterback. I mean, same thing with Shaq. When Shaq came, no one was used to seeing a, a center so strong, so dominant, you know. So, I mean, centers were always tall and, and lanky, but Shaq was tall and big and just overpowered people. I mean. Yeah, the NFL is almost... I don't know when you when you think about Vic. I mean, think about like like Randall Cunningham. Yep, Randall uh, Cunningham. Yeah. Uh, Warren Moon, kind of a thing. Even Steve Young was fast. People don't recall like Steve Young when he. Yeah, he, he could move. Up, I mean, man. he could get out of the pocket. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Steve Young could get out of the pocket. Yeah, I don't know. Michael Vick literally. Oh. So watching Mike, watching Michael Vick, I mean, when he ran for like 200 yards against my Vikings in that playoff game, that was just oh, weird. Yep. Um, yeah, I just, I couldn't even believe it. I'm like, wow, look at this guy. And he had an arm. I mean, what a, just kind of dart. You know? One team that always shut down Michael Vick was the Bucks. It's that fast defense when they had that. You know, Tampa 2 with Monty Kiffin coaching it with Warren Sapp and Derek Brooks. Michael Vick's worst games were always against the Bucks. That defense, they, they used to have Derek Brooks spy on them, you know? And wherever he went, Brooks went. And you remember how fast Derek Brooks was. Brooks mm-hmm. was like, it was a bolt of lightning. Yeah. Think about how, how much, how how evolution changes. From decade to decade, it's amazing. Yeah, yeah, you see that with football. I mean, definitely with football. I mean, you see them in, in every sport. It changes. Every sport. And, every sport. I mean, yeah, but football seems like it's more prominent out of the four sports. The only sport that changes. stayed the same is, like, hockey. Even now, though, you watch your hockey, like, I was watching a YouTube video, old Blackhawks video from, like, the late 80s. And those guys look like they were skating in slow motion. And then you watch now, and the guys are flying on skates, and they are bigger. So, I mean, this, this sports have just changed. Just teams have nutritionists now, and, and you know, this, you know the, the weightlifting aspect of, of sports has really changed. Back in the 80s, guys weightlifted, but not like they are today. Yeah. I mean, now the guys are bigger, a, stronger. Yeah, well, there, there's, now there's a science behind it. You know what I mean? Like, Back in the day, it was just all about throwing the weights around. I mean, that was it. But now it's like, now in terms of your diet and nutrition, I mean, there's timing involved, what to eat before you work out, what to eat after you work out, you know what I mean? Like supplementation, um, I mean, everything changes. Everything you know, changes. one player I like, though, 
that that in football, I mean, I was never a Raider fan, but I was always a Chicago Bears fan, but but Bo Jackson. I was a huge Bo fan, but talk about it. He was a guy that changed sports. Did you, uh, so I, did you see the Bleacher Report on Bo Yeah, that he ran a 4140. 4140? Wow. <laughs> I, I don't, I mean, was that, I can't even fathom that, like that being real. And he was big. He was like two and a quarter. I mean, I, I just can't imagine someone being that fast. I mean, Chris Johnson is probably what? He was clocked in at like four. Two nine, but Devin Hester was pretty fast too. He was like a four three or. Yeah, but they're both guys are lean. You know what I mean? I mean Chris Johnson was track. I mean he he ran track and all that, as well. You know, even even insane right insane Bolt. I can't even see him running a four one two forty. And Bo is thick. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Bo was Bo, Bo had some meat on him. You know, but four one two. I don't even know if that was real. I, I mean, I know it, it wasn't proven technically, but that's what they were saying. But holy crap, that's fast. It's really sad though. Bo Jackson got hurt so young. I mean, imagine if he could have played football, continue playing. Because I mean, he was a better football player than baseball. I mean, I know he had a decent baseball career. Uh, he continued to play baseball after this serious hip injury. But imagine if he never had that injury. Um, right. He only played what, like three maybe three seasons, four seasons. I mean, imagine if he could have played more, how much Dom, I mean, he was, he was, he was fun to watch. He really was Bo Jackson. Yeah. Yeah. He was fun to watch. I mean, Barry Sanders, right. I mean, he, he yeah. retired early, you know? Yeah. Yep. Yep. You're right. He, I mean, he was he fun to watch. And he played on a terrible team back then. I mean, that, that team was horrible. Barry Sanders. I mean, he did everything by himself. He torched my Bears for many, many games. He torched us. <laughs> well, because Barry Sanders probably ran like a, probably ran like a four three forty sideways. You know, that was ridiculous. His cuts were unbelievable. His cuts. I mean, <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, if you, if you imagine what he would could have done on a full, you know, in a full career, and that would have been amazing. You ever get a chance? Look at Barry Sanders like highlight videos on YouTube, and there's one game, I think it was against the Patriots in the 90s, he just, he, he broke like three ankles on that play. I mean, it made them look like they were on ice, like they was like chasing them on ice. Um, the cuts he did were, I mean, it was unbelievable. His cutting ability was the best I've ever seen. And his cutting was like, remember when, when Iverson used to do the crossover in basketball and he'd break ankles? Right, right. That's how Barry Sanders was on the football field. I mean, this made guys look stupid. Right. Yeah, I just I was watching like the you remember the what's his name the white chocolate the basketball player. Oh yeah, Jason Williams. Yep. Yeah, yeah, Jason Williams. Yeah, I was just watching some of his highlight reel the other day, which was ridiculous too. I forget like you forget some of these guys that just it's mind boggling how they played. You know what I mean? And you were scary. I feel old because I read Jason Williams' son. He's like 17 years old. He's going to be playing like college basketball in a couple of years. I'm like, oh, my God, we are getting old. <laughs> wow. Is his son really? watching video. His son can ball. Yeah, his son's like 16 or 17. And um, he's going to be playing college basketball. And I'm like, oh, my God. I'm like, I remember when Jason Williams was a rookie. Oh. <laughs> uh, <laughs> we're getting old. Yeah. Yeah, we're getting old. Yeah. I don't know. Waiting for football to start. Can't wait. Sorry, for yeah. That. We're just we're just kind of off topic tonight. We're a little off topic. Yeah, I, it's all right. It's one of those nights. I guess we can have one of those days, right? I mean, I was. Can't, I can talk can't, everything can't be about football all the time. I mean, just wait till we get into the season. It's nothing but football. So yeah, uh, it's I get to. Just to have a little bit of, you know, outside of football life and talk. I'm telling you, though, if any of our listeners have never seen the program, buy it on Amazon. It's only like five bucks for it. It might even be in the bin at Walmart, you know, the five dollars. <laughs> you won't. It'll be the best five bucks you ever invested in. Cause it is a, if you like what five bucks? Football, I'm sorry. You got cut out there. What, what five bucks? I'm saying, I'm saying for, for the listeners, if you, if you don't have the program, 
go on Amazon, buy it. You could probably buy it for like five, seven bucks, or, or you might get, be able to get it in your bin at Walmart. You know, <laughs> it's definitely a good investment. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. A lot of the young guys these days, they don't like the movies. They don't like those old movies because they're too used to all this, like, computer graphics enhancement, you know, all this CGI and everything like that. It's, it's like, weird watching, you know, a, a standard film that's... I mean, could you imagine, like, if I was just reading about, like, uh, George Lucas, okay, like, you know, the whole Star Wars thing, it's like, can you imagine what if he would have had any part of the, the technology that he had today in terms of how oh. Star Wars movies would have looked like back then when they actually came out? I know, because they were way above no. their time. I mean, he's using, he's using like ping pong tables that he just painted, spray painted. I mean, little plastic, you know, man-made, little art, you know, artsy craft ships that they put together. I mean, it's, it's, it's so night and day, the, the technology that they have, you know? I mean, and Star Wars was just sweet, right? Oh, back, I love Star Wars. Back in our day, right? I mean, it was like the coolest thing, right? I mean, if you don't like Star Wars, I mean, if, you're, if, you, if you grew up in our generation, you don't like Star Wars, so you don't appreciate that, like, you're, come on, crazy. Like, that was My girl just, doesn't like Star Wars. Because she said when December, when it comes out December, I'm like, I guess I'm going to have to go see that one alone. I'll sit there alone. I don't care. I, I am definitely going to see Star Wars when that movie comes out. Uh, I don't know if you saw me the other night. I was I was rocking the uh, the Darth Vader helmet <laughs> in my picture. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I saw that. I'm a huge Star Wars fan. I actually tried that. I was at the mall the other night, and they, I was in, uh, uh, what was it, Hot Topics. We were, my girl wanted to go in there, and I, they had the Empire Strikes Back T-shirt. And of course they didn't have my size because I need like an XL or a double XL. They didn't have my size. I was so pissed. I had like, like the uh, like the cover of the movie Empire Strikes Back, and that's my favorite Star Wars movie is Empire Strikes Back. That's that's the really? badass one. Oh, I love that one because I I've always rooted for the bad guys. I was a huge Darth Vader fan. Um, Transformers. I rooted for the Decepticons. I, I always root for the bad guys, and I was I in in Star Wars. I rooted for the uh, I was a huge Darth Vader fan in the Stormtroopers. So in Empire Strikes Back was the movie where Darth Vader kind of got the best of them. You know, he chopped off Luke Skywalker's hand, you know, his son's hand. And, and uh, yeah, I love that one. The one in the snow in the beginning. And, yeah, Empire Strikes Back is my favorite Star Wars movie. Hmm. I don't know. I mean, first Star Wars is probably just the coolest, just because it was the coolest thing ever during that time. I have to say. Oh, what a mind he had, George Lucas, to think of, like, Chewbacca and all these, like, characters' names. And I mean, well, it's, it's crazy how he started with the third, you know, the, the fourth installment. I mean, he had all these ideas to start, you know, considering, like, uh, you know, the, the episode of the, what is it, I forget. You know, the, the, the last three, the latest three new ones compared to the first three, right? Technically, it's one, two, three, four, five, six, and he had to start with the fourth when that came yep. out. You know? Like, he already had the idea of having all six movies before, you know, but he just didn't have, I mean, have that technology to do the first three, technically, in terms of, like, episode one, The Phantom Menace, and all that. Mm-hmm. Yep. And you then uh, Attack of the Clones, and then, yeah. Right. Right. Like, he just... He just goes- are you going to go see the new one when it comes out in December? Um, uh, I mean, I might. I don't know. I I really don't get out to the theaters anymore these days. It's just too time consuming these days for me. Yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna try to go the first night. I know that's gonna be impossible. I'm probably gonna be sitting next to people dressed like stormtroopers because you know some people get really into it. Oh, you're, you're not gonna do that. You're not doing that. <laughs> oh, if it wasn't like 95 degrees every day, I might buy my rock the yeah. costume. <laughs> Man, you should, you know, get your girlfriend uh, to put on a princess layer or something, you know. I, she was laughing at me. We were at the Disney store the other night, and uh, they had, you know, Disney owns Star Wars now. And they had the Chewbacca, they had a Chewbacca backpack. Meant for kids, of course, but, you know, me, I'm right. like a big kid. I was going to buy that and use that as my gym bag. She was laughing. <laughs> 
<laughs> it was so badass. It was like $23. I think it was meant for like a 13-year-old kid, but I'll tell you, I was tempted to pull up my money and, and buy that for the gym. Chewbacca backpack. There you go. <laughs> there you have it. <laughs> Good way to end the show. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just uh, start a GoFundMe page, you know, so you can get all your Star Wars, uh, you know, all your kid toys for you. Just a GoFundMe page for. Oh, I'm like a big kid. When I'm in a Disney store, I'm trying on masks, and people might be looking at me. I can't stand GoFundMe pages. That stuff points the crap out of me. I mean, nothing against (laughs) people that are doing it. I mean, you know, I, I understand there's there's good causes for it, but can't stand when my friends do that. Just, oh, someone, someone on my Facebook my had, page had um fun fun their trip to go to uh Cancun. I'm like, really? <laughs> yeah, let me just chip in so you can go have a good time and get drunk. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I I don't understand that. Like, oh, I need money for an airfare. Like. Yeah, yeah so do I. But do you see me thing. putting a golf? Yeah, I mean. There's a thing called get a job. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, yeah, I, I can't stand the GoFundMe pages. That stuff just annoys me. Oh, I know. It's going to be free Well, even my friends do it, too. You know, like my friends do it for some, some cause. And, and it's not necessarily charity, but it's I understand what the cause is. But it's like. No, you're abusing it. Like, if it's not strictly for a dying person or, you know, a sick family, I mean, you know, something that's extremely dramatic, like, you're not going to see a donation from it. You know, Unless you want to fund me for my for my Star Wars Disney cruise, that's five grand. <laughs> Star Wars Disney cruise? They got those. It's like $5,000. You go on there, people dress like Star Wars characters the whole time and... I'd be in peace. I'd be happy. <laughs> I'm I'm planning to go on a on a Disney cruise. Uh, oh, the Star Wars next, one you got to do next year. The Star Wars one I heard is crazy. They got like people walking around the boat dressed like Darth Vader, stormtroopers. It's like it's like being in the movie. Yeah, that'd be cool. I don't know. My daughter doesn't know anything <laughs> about Star Wars. She might get freaked out. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I mean, I, I'm I'm excited for it because I think that's what we're planning to do is go is go on the Disney cruise just because. I mean, these, uh, from everything that I've seen on the Disney cruise and, and read about, it's like it's like literally Disney World on a boat. Right. You know, I mean, it, it literally is. It's it's crazy. I mean, it's phenomenal. You know. Like well, if you make it to time. Orlando, I'm only an hour and a half away. You make it to Orlando, yeah. Tampa's an hour and a half away. Definitely, definitely, I could be in the future, so. Yeah. But I'm definitely looking forward to it. But on that note, the uh, show will come to an end. just want to thank everyone for tuning in um, on this uneventful night of football that we barely even talked about. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's just one of those nights. I, we just got off track and being such a dead season tonight, I mean, it's, it's one of those things. Uh, just want to thank everyone for tuning in. Uh, remember, you're listening to the Gridiron Top. Come at you live from NGSC Sports. Check us out on our website at ngscsports.com. Uh, also, check us out on our Facebook page and Twitter handle, co-host Simon. DJ, that's works for the night, man. If you're ever in the uh, L.A. fitness area in Tampa Bay and you see a 252-pound guy walking around with a Chewbacca backpack, it could be me. <laughs> hey, I just got an L.A. fitness membership, though. Oh, great gym. You're going to love it. I love that gym. Man, I, I got it for 12 bucks a month, dude. I'm so what? excited. Yeah. Oh, my God. I'm, I'm paying 37 a month. All right. So here's the thing, real quick. I, 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 was a, I was a member at a different gym, but LA Fitness had bought out the gym, so they have to buy out the members. Oh, so what happens okay. is, is my membership just gets transferred to the LA Fitness at the same oh, rate awesome. that I was at. With wow. my old gym. So I just found that out today. So I just got my key card and everything. I'm like paying 12 bucks a month, man. I'm so pumped. Wow, you'll love it, man. What a gym. And, 
And I, I know we're both taking it all, but there is a lot of eye candy in those gyms. Just giving a heads up. But other than that, though, enjoy your workouts. <laughs> yeah, yeah. All right, everyone have a good night, and uh, tune in next week. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.